Welcome to the PubCast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. Hi there, this is Alice Barry for the PubCast. I am joined here with freelance content writer Caroline Detour. Caroline is a young professional working in freelance content online writing for a marketing software firm. Caroline got her degree in PR and marketing and started working in the business of music festivals, but soon found that she enjoyed writing about interesting and emerging technological topics um, was much more of a passion for her. How are you, Caroline? I'm great. Thanks for having me today, Alice. Um, very, it's a great pleasure to have you. Um, so I'm going to ask you some questions just about the kind of writing that you do and your process and how, you know, online publishing is kind of your whole shtick. What are your, how is your current work helping to change the industry of online marketing? And are you and your writing and articles, is it adding more information to the conversation or what's kind of the whole goal with your writing? Um, yeah, I think we're definitely adding to a broader conversations. Being in content, it's a lot about communicating with other people and who else is kind of contributing to a conversation. Um, I write a lot about, I write for kind of tech companies, but a lot about marketing tactics. And so that kind of contributes to like a larger conversation about marketing in general. And what like with your writing, what drew you to marketing in the first place? Because I mean, there's obviously a lot of different kinds of writing, you know, there's creative, there's journalism, but marketing writing is definitely like it's its own thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've always liked writing, which is why I wanted to go into a writing career. But um, I was kind of torn between my love of writing and my love of marketing. And it was hard to find something that kind of included both. So I enjoy writing about like the tactics behind marketing. Um, so that was probably what what drew me to it mostly. Mm -hmm. And like, I know that you do a lot of writing that is artificial intelligence based and forward thinking technologies. Um, is there something about technology that kind of like drew you to marketing and these new technologies? Yeah, well, I think tech is kind of at like the forefront of, I mean, not just marketing, but kind of every industry. Um, I think a lot of things are headed towards AI and other sort of technological advances. Um, but definitely in terms of marketing, it can play a huge role in, um, in making things just like more science backed. Um, a lot about marketing is like knowing who your audience is and AI can really, really help with stuff like that. And not just AI, but other sort of tech can really help with understanding who the audience you're trying to sell things to is. And if you know the people, then you know how to, sell things better mm -hmm. um so i read a lot of your articles and a lot of them have to do with social media and the marketing and social media of of ai and how that all is all kind of tied together so when you um when you're promoting your own work are you using social media or like what platforms have you found have been best for your online articles um, I think different platforms have different advantages. If you're trying to be part of a conversation in terms of social media, I think like a Twitter is great in terms of like 
being able to communicate directly with people, um, both your audience and other influencers, like in the same industry as you. Um, but other social media platforms have different benefits to them. Um, so it kind of depends what you're looking for. If you have more of a visual based, uh, message, then something like Instagram or Facebook would be great. Um, or LinkedIn, if you're looking for like a professional side. Um, so kind of, it, it depends what you're going after. Yeah. And I guess it kind of like also depends on the tone, you know? Oh, definitely. Every, every platform has a very different tone because every platform has a different audience. There's some overlap, but the people that you're talking to on your specific, say, Instagram account is very different than people that you're talking to on your LinkedIn or Facebook. So those are all things to keep in mind. Audience is huge when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've been doing freelancing for one specific marketing firm, but would do you have any, you know, um, short-term or long-term goals to write for other kind of like freelancing situations or are you really trying to like stay in marketing or what's your, what's your goals in that kind of sense? Um, I am trying to stay in mark the marketing field, but um, I do think that expanding to other companies, multiple places would be a good way to kind of um, talk about multiple things. Um, the place that I'm working now is pretty focused on very, techie um i mean obviously it's a it's a tech firm so those articles are very tech based i think it'd be interesting to explore other areas where um, some companies focus on different aspects of marketing because there's a huge variety so i would love to kind of explore other areas as well not just ai and vr and tech but also the more creative side yeah but would you would you say that you're personally passionate about technology and all those innovations Oh, it's definitely one of my personal passions. Um, I just have many, so I'd love to explore multiple. I don't think I would ever give up the tech side. Um, I definitely want to stay in it. I just wouldn't be opposed to adding additional um, additional areas of marketing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it definitely sounds good to have like lots of different interests. I mean, your career will never be boring. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And a lot of them overlap. You know, it's not tech isn't just, you know, without creativity or anything like that they there's a lot of overlap within the different marketing fields yeah and I found that like surprisingly people who do work in tech are not all just plain Jane like tech backgrounds they have more of like creative sides too yeah especially the place that I work a lot of the people that work with us are you know musicians and artists and come from backgrounds that are more creative but just have a passion for tech and so are happy to contribute their ideas towards tech, but bring a creative mindset, which is a great, um, a great combination to have, I think, when you're, when you're in an industry like that. Mm -hmm. So since you're writing these kind of like really tech based marketing articles, are there any specific technologies you use when you're writing these articles? Because I know that SEO and SMO is a huge thing in marketing. Um, it's a huge trend. So do you use any like special programs or websites that kind of help you with your research and writing? Yeah, we use um, a software called Market Muse. And basically it tracks um, like topical authority and topics that are good to cover per like for a specific um like a specific topic, it breaks it down into more specific things that should be covered in order to um, cover an idea completely. 
Um, so it does track, you know, good keyword keywords to cover um, and key topics to cover within an article. So while writing, you can kind of track how completely you've covered an idea, um, which is really helpful. And it brings up a lot of things that maybe you wouldn't think to cover. Um, so I found that that's been very helpful when writing, especially for SEO. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely sounds like a really helpful tool. Do you do you use Market Muse? Um, do you use it before you start like your writing, like with your research? Or do you use it just kind of as like a a check, like a, a check mark on a list after you're writing your first draft? Um, well, Market Muse is pretty cool because it has um, multiple aspects to it. So you can use it pretty much at any stage of the writing process. So I use it both just in terms of research. Um, you can look up, say, whatever topic you want to cover, and it will show the key, like the top um articles that are already written on the internet that are ranking high for SEO and topical authority about the topic or idea that you, you know, you want to focus on. So you can find research of things that are already ranking high. You can find what topics are already being covered and what are being missed. You know what to cover that isn't out there that people might be interested in. Um, It shows you questions that people are really searching on the internet about your topic so you know what people out there want to know about the thing that you're writing about Um, which is really important because a lot of times people just will ask a question on google and they need an answer so to know what's being asked is really critical in forming a complete idea Um, so i use it both with the outlining and initial writing process but also you can write you can write right directly into the software and it will show you keywords and SEO words. So you can track um, how highly your article will rank in terms of SEO given the specific writing. And like when you have these articles that you're kind of like assigned, are you given, are you given like assignments or are you, is it kind of like a brainstorming session with higher up management and then you go off and write your articles or um, is it kind of just like a free for all? Um, I mean, there's definitely a strategy behind it. We usually at the beginning of each quarter do an initial strategy in terms of like which articles we're going to cover for that quarter, um, how they relate to each other and how they relate to like our greater strategy. Um, so initially there's a lot of collaboration, um, but when I'm writing it on my own, then, um, it's pretty independent other than working with me. Um, I work closely with, uh, my editor and we work with, um, someone that repurposes the articles after they're written to make them, um, more appealing to the public. So like make them into videos or PowerPoints or put them on different social medias and make them just, uh, catered towards different social media platforms Mm -hmm. and what would you say is like has been like the biggest hurdle you've had to go through with because I know that you're you know a recent college grad so this is all like pretty new um, with the article writing and technology Um, what's like the biggest hurdle that you've had to overcome to um, to like figure out how to write in this way Um, I think for me the 
biggest hurdle was, I mean, I've always liked tech, but I don't have a tech background. I have a marketing background. So I think the biggest hurdle for me was the research aspect and really understanding what I was writing about because obviously you need to understand the concepts that you're writing about before you can write an article Mm -hmm. that, you know, relates to the people that already know about the industry. Um, So learning about just the ins and outs of AI and VR and everything tech that can contribute to marketing. Um, The marketing tactics were things that I had learned about, things that I had experienced before, but I didn't have much experience with the artificial intelligence or virtual reality or any of the really, really techie things. So things like, um, you know, deep learning and machine learning and really the ins and outs of the technology that goes into making that happen. Um, So really learning about that and really understanding it so I could write about it in a way that the public could understand, I think was the most difficult for me. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you had to basically learn a whole new language, you know? Yeah, it, it really was like that. Um, and then not only learn it and understand it, but you're learning it from very, um, you know, more academic articles and then trying to translate that into a casual way that a public that's reading, say, a blog would understand is is pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I mean, what I've read from your articles is they're pretty conversational. I mean, you have really good examples of like marketing campaigns that have worked really well because of AI and marketing campaigns that have not worked well because they didn't use AI and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And it really makes it so that I could, you know, give it to my mom and she could understand it. She, you know, she doesn't know anything about technology. Um, which is something that I really like about your writing is that it's... Yeah, I mean, that's really the goal is that the audience that's reading my articles doesn't necessarily know that much about tech. Um, I mean, I write for different stages. So some of them are more technologically advanced, assuming that our audience has a little bit of awareness around it. But a lot of them are meant for the general public. And the general public, a lot of times, doesn't know the ins and outs of you know, the tech world. So it's important to put it in a language that they can understand. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, are there any like really big projects? Like you said that each quarter you have different kind of overshot plans. Do you, are you working on a project right now? So the current kind of overall goal is talking about how marketing should really be geared towards storytelling. Um, Storytelling is easy. Like as humans, we love stories. We love to hear stories. And no one really wants to watch an ad or watch a commercial or hear about a commercial. You want to be told a story. So catering your marketing goals towards something that an audience genuinely enjoys as opposed to then feeling like they're being forced to watch it is kind of the goal of my marketing company currently. Um, so we're doing a lot of focus towards storytelling, storytelling tactics, and how they overlap with marketing goals and marketing tactics. Mm-hmm. And was this like an idea, the whole like storytelling umbrella, was this something that you and your boss kind of brainstormed or how does that process work? Does he kind of give you this big like topic and then you find different 
ins and outs? Um, yeah, so that was kind of the initial brainstorming process that I was talking about um, a little while ago. Um, so at the beginning of each quarter, we have this umbrella idea, which in this case, um, this quarter currently is storytelling. Um, and then it's broken down into different um, ways that storytelling can be applied to marketing. So, you know, there's storytelling techniques, but there's also social media techniques. And in some ways those overlap, in which case um, the beautiful thing about, you know, tech is that you can link right to overlapping topics. Um, so we had maybe about a dozen subtopics to our overall arching umbrella of storytelling, um, including things like, you know, digital media down to very concrete um, storytelling tactics that you would use in say books and writing and things like that. Hmm. Um, so has this been, has this been your favorite project so far, um, with the whole, the whole storytelling? Cause it sounds like it's really, there's a lot of different things you could do with it. Yeah. You know, I think it has been my favorite that I've worked on so far. It's really interesting just because it's not so much, it's not just tactics, you know, so it's not very boring. You're, you're telling a story, which is wonderful because I do love creative writing um, and I think being able to apply that creativity to something, um, something like marketing is really important. Um, so I love that I can write about and explore the overlap between the two. And like with your, with your articles, what kind of, what kind of timetable are, is there from, you know, the initial idea to finished article posted, you know, like, uh, PR around it? Um, well, I post about three articles a week, um, but all of those are written and planned and have social media around them months in advance. So my portion of the, um, of the writing process, I would say, you know, write up an article in probably a day, day and a half. Um, then there's some communication between me and the editor. Um, usually, She'll be able to go through and, you know, do her editing process. Occasionally, if there's any edits that are more creative content based, I'll get sent back the article and I'll make those edits and it'll be a back and forth. But usually it's a day and a half for me to write the article, half a day for her to edit it and, you know, get it all ready to be published online. There's a lot of... Um, creativity that goes into that in terms of photos, um, GIFs, videos, connecting links that needs to go into the editor's portion of that. So that's, you know, two days total in terms of us. And then it gets sent over to the PR team um, that creates, you know, social media posts and things like that surround it to create um, some buzz. But all of that happens probably two months before the actual date that it's posted. Mm -hmm. So things are planned out pretty far in advance, um, which is important because, you know, if any last minute edits need to be made, they can. It's not like you're writing the article that's going to be posted, you know, that week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like you guys have like a really well-oiled machine. You know, everybody knows their everyone has their spot and does their job well and efficiently. Yeah, I mean, I work with a great team. Um, a lot of communication is involved um, and some back and forth. Sometimes, you know, communication um, or sometimes ideas aren't perfectly communicated. But um, being able to talk about that and figure out 
what needs to be changed or what needs to be added um, is really important in terms of getting the full message through because an article isn't just about the article itself, but it's about, you know, the connecting links. It's about the photos. It's about the videos involved and it's about how it's shown to the publish. I mean, shown to the public through social media. Do you have a, do you have a favorite article that you've written? Um, favorite article. Can I tell you my favorite of yours? <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, I really like the master pot one. I was going to say, I think that one's my favorite. And I think that that one has been the most popular, um, which really wasn't expected from me because it's sort of an off topic article. Um, I mean, it connects very deeply to marketing, but it's something that's more closely related to storytelling, which is super cool because most of it is just talking about um, Masterpot as a storytelling technique. And really, it's only the end of the article that relates back to the marketing factor and how this overarching idea of master plot, which has been in use for, you know, years and years and years, um, can relate to the modern day and how it can be used for, for, um, marketing. But yeah, I I think everyone that I've spoken to, that's been their favorite. So it's definitely a good one. One (laughs) of the greatest hits. (laughs) Um, so, I mean, I think that I really like, I'm excited to, your read through your career as it goes on. Um, I love your writing and thank you so much for joining me on this podcast for the Emerson college's pubcast. Um, do you have anything else or are there any questions that I missed? I uh, no, I think you covered it all. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being here. This has been the Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.